Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Live by Live has all of your favorite music, and you can listen for free. Whether you hit play on one of our hundreds of curated music stations or create your own custom artist radio station, you'll find the music you love on Live by Live. Visit livexlive.com or search livexlive in the App Store or Google Play and listen for free now. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented by you guys, the glorious listeners of the Ross Tucker football podcast and all of the different podcasts we have for you over at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found. The Ross Tucker football podcast, Avi. You know what Avi means, Bri? No. Like short for obviously. Oh, okay. Like, like, because I'm, I'm telling them all my podcasts, but they're listening to the Ross Tucker football podcast. So for me to tell them about the Ross Tucker football podcast is kind of Avi, Avi. Anyway, you don't know. You're not cool like I am. You have teenage boys. How are you not cool like I am? Anyway, Ross Tucker football podcast Fantasy Feast podcast, which, by the way, is going to be awesome with Joe Dolan this week, diving into the running backs, rookie running backs and other running backs that were affected by the draft for fantasy purposes. And we've got a couple things up our sleeve on the Fantasy Feast podcast. We've got the College Draft podcast today with Matt Waldman. We're going to go over the next eight weeks, division by division, and actually talk about every pick. Nobody ever does that. We're going to actually like talk about each team's draft. People just move on so quickly, they don't really examine it. So we're going to do the AFC North today. So make sure if you're a Steelers, Bengals, Browns, or a Ravens fan, you listen to the College Draft Podcast today. Although all of you really should. Very much looking forward to that. Even Money Podcast. I have an epic guest coming on. He's my buddy, The Costos, will be on Even Money Podcast this week. Uh, Not sure what Andrew's got going with the Business of Sports Podcast. Obviously, we'll have Andrew Brandt on Wednesday's Ross Tucker Football Podcast with the schedule release and everything. And by the way, for the first time ever, we're going to keep talking to Greg Cosell every Friday. And even though 
you know, there's no more draft to really break down. Although there's probably some other players we could dive into or whatever. Every Friday for the next couple months, we are going to dive into what we are calling Cosell's Concepts. We're going to break down a different part of football like the RPO, like play action pass off run game, protections, coverages. You guys are going to learn so much about football. It's going to be insane. Cosell's Concepts on Fridays. Plus, we will have awesome guests every Monday like we do today. Jimmy Devlin, fresh off his retirement from the New England Patriots. We got him. Nice interview coming up. Can't wait for it. I should give a shout-out to Sean Maloney. He is the patron this week, patreon.com slash RT Media. Going to be giving out shout-outs for a while because our Patreon is hopping right now. Double-digit new patrons over the last week or so. People are loving during the quarantine, chiming in on all these different topics, the Andy Dalton news, the Aaron Rodgers stuff, daddy sodas, food, and uh, we're due for another virtual happy hour here coming up. So you guys keep signing up at patreon.com slash RT Media. We'll keep doing happy hours where you can ask me whatever you want, and we'll have a beer together, and you will also be able to chat with all of your fellow awesome tuckheads. New week means a new spread the word winner and a new sponsor confirmation email winner. I think I have five or six press passes left. My daughters are going to help me with autograph fulfillment tomorrow. So I'm hoping that the other six are claimed by tomorrow. So that's 100 flowers. You guys know that. The first 12, I believe it's 12, that make a purchase at 100 flowers and send it to me, ross at rosstucker.com. Get one of these awesome press passes I have left. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Actually, just ten. So I have four more. It depends on whether or not I decide to give away these actual like ID cards, NFL, PA, NFL card, sign, you know, Tagliaboo. These are like the real cards they give you if you're an NFL player. So I got to decide whether or not I'm willing to part with those or not. Those might be special some other week. Speaking of special, anytime I get a chance to talk to Jimmy Devlin, it's special. He's from my hometown. He played in the Ivy League. And he talked to a guy right after they retired, right after 10 years. Always an interesting conversation. It's Jimmy Devlin, longtime Patriots fullback, and it's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, so I promised you guys on Friday we would have James Jimmy Devlin, the recently retired longtime fullback pro bowler for the New England Patriots on today's show. And those of you that have listened before, he's been on a couple times before, you know the story. I call him Jimmy because I've known him, or at least known of him, since he was in 10th grade at Boyertown High School and then certainly called some of his games when he was in college. But then when he went to the Patriots or whatever in the NFL, somehow he became James. But he's Jimmy to me, and he's recently retired. Jimmy, congratulations. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, thanks for having me, Ross, and yeah, thank you uh, 
for that for that intro. We have had some years together, man. It's been been fun to to uh, you know have you along the ride with me and and appreciate your friendship, man. Likewise, I didn't realize until I was kind of reading about you retiring. It, it went fast, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it went fast because it seems like it didn't seem like it's that long ago that like I was calling your games at Brown and you were at the end. I uh, know, man. I, I I feel the same exact way, man. I mean, you know, been playing or at least like trying to play in the NFL for ten years, and uh, um, yeah, man, it's it it is unbelievable how fast those ten years went. You know, it seems like college was like twice as long as my professional career, but you know, it was you know half that, less than half that. So, uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's been it's been quite a journey, quite a ten years, and I'm really proud of it, though, man, and really, uh, really, you know, excited for the next chapter in life, man. Well, I definitely want to get into that in a couple minutes, but I guess I want to start with 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 this. Uh, why now? Like you, 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 you announced your retirement after the draft. I think like the day after the draft, a week ago or whatever. Why did you mm-hmm. wait until after the draft? What was the talk, talk to me about the timing of it? Yeah, well, that was actually just kind of uh, more of like a favor, I guess, for the Patriots, just so that they could have like the full roster availability. Um, you know, coming out of the draft and they're signing free agents. Cause honestly, you know, holding all, I, I kind of knew this was all coming because of, you know, the injury situation last year and then kind of getting uncovering some stuff and finding out like, you know, some underlying issues that I had been dealing with that were potentially dangerous going forward. So, um, you know, I knew that I had to do it, but honestly it was kind of one of those things where it was like, such an emotional thing, such a, such a, uh, tough decision that I just needed some time to really like let it set in for me personally. But then I wanted to do right by the Patriots and give them the opportunity to, uh, you know, get, you know, somebody else on the roster that could help them help them win games. And honestly, you know, looking back on the way I got into the, into the organization, you know, being that like 90th guy on the roster and, you know, trying to fight my way up, you know, I, I needed to kind of pass along that opportunity that I first had, you know, walking in the door there and give somebody else a, a chance to, you know, compete and try to make something for themselves. And so I just felt like it was the right time. And I mean, just, uh, just freeing up that roster space. Okay. So when you first said that, I thought maybe the Patriots asked you to not say anything until after the draft so that people didn't look at it and say, oh, the Patriots need to get a fullback when you were first describing that. But really it's just you knowing, hey, they only get 90 men men on the offseason roster and they're going to want to do that after the draft. So I got to do this so that they have that roster spot. It wasn't a situation where they, they asked you not to do it until now. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, they, you know, they were pretty aware of my situation and, um, you know, they were like fully supporting me and, you know, everything, everything that, you know, I wanted to do and they wanted to do were kind of like 
bounced off each other and we were like mutually working um on you know when their time would be right and like you know when i was comfortable with it when they were comfortable with it and um you know it all just kind of you know it wasn't like a a time a really that time sensitive a thing up until you know now the roster expands to 90 and they you know they you know should have full use of their all their roster spots in my in my opinion so um i just felt like it was it was the time to do it once again being unselfish the unselfish fullback (laughs) i love it by the way did i hear a seagull are you at the beach right now I am, man. I am. I'm actually uh, I'm down in Summers Point, New Jersey, right outside Ocean City. I had my daughter had a doctor's appointment down here at a uh, chop, and so I'm actually just uh, standing outside because I got my kids in the car, and I didn't want to <laughs> I didn't want to uh, uh, have them like screaming and crying in the background. So <laughs> that's awesome. I'm jealous that you're at the beach. All right, I do want to ask you uh, about your your injury because the only thing that worried me a little bit is I saw where you said you know that some complications came up like are you okay mm-hmm. like are you okay for like, li- like forget football like are you okay for life oh yeah man I'm good I I uh I feel fine right now and honestly it's one of those things kind of like I touched on before it was like an underlying issue that I hadn't um, I hadn't really understood. I didn't know like the full sc- scope of what I was going through. I I was starting to feel it more and more, and it was kind of becoming a nuisance. And then finally, I got it all checked out, and uh, you know, it it uh, just kind of presented this this risk that I now knew. And you know, given my family situation and what I have at home, I just felt like it was you know, in my family's best interest to step away from the game. And, you know, the doctor said, you know, you'll be fine. Um, you know, you'll, you really probably won't feel this, you know, for the rest of your life. Um, you know, but just don't run into people with your face anymore and you should be good. So, uh, you know, and unfortunately that, that's all I, that's all I really tried to do at the fullback position was just try to, you know, create contact. So it was one of those things I couldn't, I couldn't exactly come back and dance around, you know, that, that way of doing it. And, uh, you know, so it was, that also played into the decision because, you know, I love the game of football for the contact. That's what, you know, that's what me, what, that's what made me fall in love with the game 25 years ago. And I wouldn't be doing it any justice and putting respect on the game. If I try to come back and, be a different player and try to tippy toe through holes or get annihilated, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. It's funny. I don't know if you saw this. I um I tweeted this the other day, but I don't know. Um I don't I'm not aware of any fullbacks, like retired fullbacks whose necks feel good. Like I yeah. I mean I retired because of a neck injury, but like Everybody, um, you know, my listeners know I had C5, C6 in my neck and bruised my spinal cord, and that's why I retired. But specifically fullbacks, like, dude, every one of them, all style, like, you go right down the line, Max Strong, like, any fullback you can ever think of, Lorenzo Neal, I think they all have bad necks. I I think it's, like, almost impossible 
given what you guys are asked to do, to walk away and be like, oh, yeah, my neck feels sweet. I, I tweeted that, and some guy – you know, Mike – remember? I don't know if you remember Mike Carney. He, um, yeah, he played fullback for the Rams and the Saints, and he said, he said uh, mine feels like sandpaper, <laughs> which I thought was funny. It feels like what? Sandpaper. Uh, you know what I mean? Like paper. sandpaper. Like he can feel it. Like it's like just like rough. It's just like grinding sandpaper. Oh, uh, yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It's, it's funny, man. I like crack my neck so much. You know, between it, throughout the day, just like first thing I do when I wake up, you got to like crack my neck out. So it has full range of motion. And like now, like sometimes I notice my kids that are like four and three, my two boys, and like they like mimic me sometimes and like pretend to crack their neck. And I'm like, oh, no, guys, don't, don't do that. Like, you don't have to worry about that for quite some time yet. But yeah, man, I mean, it's just the nature of the game. You know, I don't think, uh, you know, the human body can only can only take that for so long and we've you know we we certainly like adapt to what we're called on to do um but after a while it definitely takes its toll and you know but honestly that's life man and um the game is the the game is such a beautiful thing and you know i don't want to ever you know disrespect the game but uh you know it is a it's a brutal sport as well so you know you gotta give and take those things to to really sign on and play it the right way. Um, so then I think that one of the questions is, uh, and by the way, just as an aside, I do yoga a couple times a week. Really helps my neck. Like, yeah. really. Like, uh, I, I, uh-huh. I work on, you know, tucking my chin, elongating my spine. I, You know, and I, actually, yeah. I had a back surgery in Buffalo, too, but – I'm a big believer. I do. I don't remember. I think people call it safety zone or child's pose. Like I do a lot of that stuff and I'm, I'm a huge believer, man. Like I I would, if you haven't already, I would really try yoga just to help stretch that thing out and not have as much compression for whatever your issue is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll check that out. I know. Uh, when I was first kind of going through all that, they said the more you can kind of open up your T spine and, and, you know, work on, like, posture, all that stuff, um, you know, will we'll definitely alleviate some of those issues. But, yeah, man, I, I will look into it. You know, I, uh, right now I'm just – I'm still stuck in my, you know, trying to lift as much weight as I possibly can kind of thing. But uh, <laughs> eventually, you know, I might have to, you know, progress into that yoga world. So um... – what are you thinking for next? Do you have anything you know? Like, do you know I want to live back in PA or I want to live in New England or I'm totally open to whatever the next opportunity may be? I think, you know, it's a little bit of both. I, I'm pretty open. Um, just kind of seeing, you know, what what the next passion in life is to kind of chase down like the same way I did, you know, in the game of football. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I do have like this kind of feeling like I need to give back to the game in some capacity, whether it's, you know, coaching or, you know, one thing that kind of has always, has always been a true passion of mine within the game is like strength and conditioning and training and all that stuff. So, um, you know, I, I could see, you know, 
possibly pursuing something along those lines. Um, and that way I can, you know, pursue a passion of mine all while giving back to the game of football and trying to help, you know, players and, and next generation. So um, I think that's something I'd like to pursue. And then eventually I think I, you know, being that my my wife is from Boyertown, I think we'll definitely um, settle back in the Pennsylvania area. Uh, we lived in, in Plymouth meeting down, down by Philly uh, a few years ago for a couple of years before we moved down to the shore. And so I think we'd like to settle back there. Both of our families are all from that area. And, um, you know, so that's down the road. So, I, I mean, honestly, I'm kind of, kind of open and you know wherever life takes me it takes me um what should be going on this past weekend and this upcoming weekend are rookie mini camps with kids coming in as tryout players you were a tryout player i think as what outside backer with the browns yes sir yeah i tried out uh as an outside backer that's before I made the transition to fullback, um, I was a little bit of a, you know, fish out of water for sure. Um, you know, coming from DM where I had my hand in the dirt, you know, a hundred percent of the snaps, you know, standing on my feet and, uh, and that Rob Ryan defense, I was, I was kind of lost, but, uh, yeah, man, it was my first crack at the NFL and, and, uh, it was an awesome experience and it, you know, it's kind of a shame that, you know, uh, maybe we'll get a couple of weeks of that for the rookies, but right now all that is up in the air. And um, it's kind of a shame that those guys don't have those opportunities that, that, uh, you know, most of us got, you know, in the last so long in the NFL. Jimmy, that is a great point. They should have had the mini camp this past weekend and this upcoming mini camp this upcoming weekend makes me sad. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Speaking, by the way, about missed opportunities, it's like today, dudes, today or tomorrow for 100flowers.com. I think because of COVID-19, there are obviously some supply chain issues. And so this is not one of those deals where you can order Thursday or Friday and still get them there. It's just not going to happen. You know, with everything going on, I, if you guys have ordered anything else, you know it takes an extra day or two these days. 1-800-Flowers is committed to the safety of their team members and your family, so all deliveries are contactless. They have an unbelievable assortment of options right now. Roses, lilies, daisies, palms. I love the tulips. I got four people, the tulips. I told you that. My mother-in-law, my wife, and both of my wife's grandmothers who are in their 90s, and I love them, and I miss my grandparents a lot. Gosh, that quick, I almost got choked up. Anyway, order Mother's Day gifts, bouquets, or arrangements. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click the radio icon in the upper right, and enter code FOOTBALL. Order today and save at 1-800-Flowers.com, code football. And the two things that are key there are, number one, you got to do it so that you make sure they get the flowers in time. Number two, I only have four press passes left. So the next four that come in, 
or the next four that get the remaining press passes, then I'm out. 1-800-Flowers.com, but you got to click the radio icon and enter that code football. Ross, Andy Dalton starts us off again today, this time agreeing to a one-year deal with the Dallas Cowboys up to $7 million, includes $3 million guaranteed. This is so interesting to me on so many levels. I mean, I could go a, a long time for this, and by the way, I appreciate the positive feedback I got on what I guess was my Andy Dalton rant is what the folks on our private Slack channel, the tuckheads on our private Slack channel are calling it. Patreon.com slash RT Media and what I said about Andy Dalton and people being so critical of him. So this interesting decision. I, I firmly believe that Andy Dalton did not think that there was a good starting job available for him would have been competing in new England competing in Jacksonville. And maybe those teams didn't show him that much interest. And maybe Dak Prescott plays this year on the franchise tag and that things don't work out with the Cowboys and Dak moving forward. Plus Andy lives in Dallas, right? He is very much a family man. Uh, I know that. And I think he just thought, hey, with everything going on with COVID-19 or whatever, to be able to stay in this house, stay with my family the whole year in Dallas, be close to my parents, my wife's parents, whatever it is, kids. I, I think he just thought for a year that that was more important. Plus, I guess we don't really know how much interest the Patriots or the Jags had. You know, I mean, it's hard, hard to know. How do you know? Um, evidently not enough. And I'd love to know how much, like it'll come out, how much he's really getting. It's $3 million guaranteed up to $7 million. I mean, that's not that much money for a backup quarterback. It's not even like, I mean, it's a lot less than like Mariota got. He's like, like $8.5 million. So I think it's pretty interesting um, from Andy Dalton's standpoint. But I truly believe a lot of this was family motivated. You know, there are a lot of people in the world that take less money to be able to live where they want to live, right? Or live near family or live where they grew up or whatever. It's kind of funny. Like, you don't think of it, but, like, why should a football player be different? Especially one that's already made a ton of money. Um, so, anyway, he either is a backup, doesn't get hit at all, and makes, I don't know, 3 to $5 million to live at home, or he gets to play with a team that's loaded, on the offensive side of the ball. I think it's more interesting that it seems like the Jags and Patriots didn't make a big push for him. And also more interesting that, like from a Cowboys standpoint, now I think they just wanted a high-end backup and they they found out that they had a unique opportunity because my guess is that Danny uh, Andy wanted to be there. But I do think this gives them a little bit of leverage with Dak Prescott. Because he knows Andy Dalton can play. You know, he knows he's a viable starter. So the long-term deal would have to be completed by July 15th anyway. I don't think there's going to be any anything going on before July 15th in terms of on-field activity anyway. But if he wanted to really try to force the issue and not allow the Cowboys to franchise him next year, you know, you can negotiate the terms of that one-year deal. And I don't care what they say deep down – this gives the Cowboys a little bit of leverage because Dak realizes, wait a minute, there are some other guys they could go with 
a lot cheaper than me that might be able to play pretty well. The fifth-year option decisions have come and gone for the 2017 draft class. Your thoughts? So what's interesting about that is four of the guys in the top five, everybody other than Miles Garrett, did not have it exercised. Mitch Trubisky, Solomon Thomas, Corey Davis. I mean, that's bad. That That, that is really bad. But then... The, that draft class has had a bunch of studs later in the draft. You know, you go down to like TJ Watt and others. I think the moral of the story there is, as usual, trading down is almost, I don't want to say almost always a good idea, but, you know, a lot of times there's not that much of a difference between the sixth player and the 12th player or whatever. You just don't know. So why not trade down and get more picks? But yeah, not a good look for the top five that Miles Garrett was the only one that actually had it picked up, his fifth-year option. Trubisky and Solomon Tom, all these other guys, nope. Takes. Some other news includes the Jaguars signing running back Chris Thompson, the Falcons trading a seventh-round pick for Dolphins defensive end Charles Harris, and the NFL reportedly canceling all of the international games scheduled for the season. Chris Thompson reuniting with Jay Gruden down there in Jacksonville makes sense. He can be the third down back for the Jags, lighten the load for Fournette a little bit. Charles Harris, first-round pick three years ago, now gets traded from the Dolphins to the Falcons for a seventh-round pick. I mean, last year the Dolphins had two top you know, 25 picks, first-round picks. Taco Charlton and Charles Harris. They cut Taco. They trade Charles Harris. Both those guys, three years to show what they could do as first-round picks. And the answer is they couldn't do a whole lot. And, yeah, I haven't seen, like, big reports about this, Bri, but I've seen, like, that they're not expecting or it's going to be less international games. I don't know. I need clarity on that because I've seen one where – Tottenham is not expecting the games over there. The Dolphins aren't expecting to go over there. So I guess we shall find out. Um, Adam Schefter tweeted this morning, NFL plans to release its preseason regular season schedule later this week. But one league source said something he doesn't think any international games are coming this year. That would seem to make sense given the uncertainty um, around COVID-19. I mean, who knows if, you know, the UK would even want to allow the US people to come in based on how we're handling the virus at that point. Um, I mentioned earlier, com how you can get the uh, press pass, one of the last four remaining press passes by hitting the radio icon in the upper right, putting in code football. I should also mention um, you can still get stories from myfrontpagestory.com. But you're going to want to order that like today or tomorrow, maybe Wednesday, if you want to try to get that done in time for Mother's Day. Although you, I guess you could say, hey, it's not here yet, Mom, but it'll be here this week. That's not that big a deal. Anyway, myfrontpagestory.com. Let's do an email, Bri. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. 
So the email address is ross at rostucker.com. I already mentioned we're going to have Andrew on Wednesdays for the business stuff. We're going to have Greg with Co-Sells Concepts on Fridays. We're going to have unique get, uh, guests, a lot of times people that are sort of um, on the periphery of the NFL, tangential to the NFL, but an aspect of the NFL that's very real that you guys aren't aware of. So uh, I already have a couple of those in the can, as they say. So those are going to be really interesting. Aspects of the NFL that you guys don't know about. But we're also going to get to a bunch of your emails. So please keep them coming. Take advantage of any of our sponsors, like 1-800-Flowers.com or my front page story, and then email me, ross at rostucker.com. Today's email, uh, hey, Ross, attached is uh, one of my receipts to the many Amazon purchases I make using your website link. Now, I've never played football. I was raised in England, so my apologies if this is a stupid question for your Ask Ross segment. I hear people say that player X is a great player, but maybe not a good fit for team-wise scheme. And then I hear about a defensive or offensive lines blocking scheme. And then finally, you hear commentators say that player Z was schemed open by a coach's call on a play. Now, this seems to suggest there are multiple definitions for the term scheme when it applies to football. So, in NFL terms, what is a scheme? I love the podcast. That's from George. George, great question. And by the way, this is a safe place. This is like when Will Ferrell was talking about the panties that in old school that she might be wearing. I mean, maybe maybe it's something really cool he doesn't even know about. Like, this is a safe place, okay? Any question is a good question because there are varying levels of NFL fans that listen to this, and we are open. We are a open community. We welcome all NFL fans, all anybody. Appreciate it. And we love when you guys tell your friends about us. So Scheme, George, is basically just um, another way, I guess, to describe like battle plan, if you will, um, game plan. It is the way in which you implement your 11 pieces on the chessboard on that play, right? So if the coaches are able to come up with a really good play, it's a really good design of a play. This receiver goes that way. That receiver goes that way. All while the quarterback's faking this way. And the line is is selling the run this way. That's a scheme. That's a scheme. And that player, that wide receiver was schemed open. A blocking scheme is the strategy by which your blockers are going to block those defenders or defensively how you line up and how you attack the offense that is your scheme so there are some running backs for example that are considered better in an outside zone run blocking scheme others are better in a gap or man blocking scheme so different runner styles are considered more conducive for different things. Really good question. I like it, George. So that's what a scheme is. It's more or less the strategy, the play design, the, the plan for that particular team and sometimes on that particular play. I love it. Absolutely love it. Already told you earlier 
in the show about what we've got coming up this week on our other podcasts. So that's fantastic. Really appreciate during this time you guys spreading the word to your friends, family, social media, whatever. It makes uh, a big difference. Shout out to Pizza Boy Brewing. Yum. NFLCliches.com. DynastyFreaks.com. And the White Label Group. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie still has the same top pros and reviews you've counted on for more than 20 years. Only now, you'll also get access to all the tools you need to make your home a happy place. Inside, outside, big or small, Angie helps you find the right solution for whatever you need done, all from your phone. It's simple to find upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. You can even search pricing guides to see what others paid for similar jobs and easily compare quotes from top local pros to make sure you're getting a fair price. From lawn care to repairing the AC to the project of your dreams, Angie has your home projects handled from start to finish. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, they'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with their happiness guarantee. Make your home an Angie home. Check out Angie.com today. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot HTM.